0: Two Geeks, Two Beers podcast, nerdy obsessions, drunken ramblings, with Morgan Jeffrey and Tom Eames.
1: Just tell her we'll be a few minutes late, but you shouldn't worry.
0: Oh, she won't worry. I mean, I'm here. and. Mm. Oh, these cookies! I gotta get the rest from Laz. Put that cookie down! Now! We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of our hearts to Geeks Dad. <laughs> Deck the halls, I'm Morgan Jeffrey. And over there it's Tom, 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 Tom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you should
0: sing you the doing, first Tom? bit as well. No, no, that's it. I'm done. Oh. I haven't had enough to I had enough to drink yet. How you doing? Oh. All right,
1: yeah. Merry Christmas.
0: Yeah. Good, yeah. Merry Christmas. Fe- feel- feeling festive?
1: Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I, mean, I love your... Yeah. I can't see it if you're listening to the podcast version, but you've got a cracking jumper on.
0: Yeah, if you're, if you're watching the video version, uh, am I? Space 1999 nice. Christmas jumper. Because I, I think it's important, we cannot stress enough, that it is definitely
1: Christmas. No, no. Um, it's it's, it's not November 21st at the moment. You no. Know.
0: Why, why would you even say that? No, 100%. <laughs> It's Christmas time. We're feeling festive. And last Christmas, you gave us some flack. So the very next year, the festive feeling is back. This (laughs) year, to save you from tears, we're giving you something special. The return of freaky franchises. Yeah, it's been a while. now. Yeah. Well, listeners whose memories haven't been hampered by sherry will recall that one of our earliest episodes, episode five from back in 2015, uh, was all about freaky franchises—films that spawn sequels you had no clue even existed. Appropriately enough, three years later, that episode got a sequel of its own, Freaky Franchises Two, <laughs> and now another five years later, it's time for the threequel. Yes, just like Harold and Kumar Three, the third in the franchise is inexplicably Christmas themed.
1: Yeah, when you run out of- is just yeah, <laughs> chuck some snow at it and uh, yeah.
0: yeah yeah. we've done well over 100 episodes now, cut some slack yeah. uh, so coming up how the WWE played a part in the release of a belated follow up to a Christmas classic <laughs> uh, a classic festive flick with a remake you'll know all about and a few you might not and a dodgy TV sequel but with perhaps the greatest poster of all time so <laughs> Uh, I, I'm going to kick this one off okay. with Jingle All The Way
1: 2. Yeah, I, I never knew this happened.
0: I, I didn't know this happened until relatively... This this, uh, this was what inspired uh, the theme of this episode. I discovered that Jingle All The Way 2 was a thing. Uh, so you'll be familiar with, with, with Jingle All The Way, uh, the 1996 festive flick, which is Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad uh, play competing fathers, each aiming to secure their son a... Adorable man, action figure. Uh, it's a Christmas classic. It's also not very good.
1: No, um, I, I only saw it for the first time, I think, like two years ago. Yeah. Um, so I missed out on it, enjoying it as a kid. But I sort of, I just really enjoyed it, you know? I felt, you know, it's you? Arnie having a great time. Yeah. It's it's, like, I know th- I know this is rubbish, but, you know, it's yeah, it, it, yeah. it's great. It's sort of objectively terrible,
0: um, but subjectively quite fun. Yeah. Um, but... Did you know a sequel of sorts was released 18 years later? Uh, Jingle All The Way 2 was released direct to home media on the 2nd of December 2014, Uh, though it is a sequel in name only to the Arnie original. Uh, As this stanky sounding piece of IMDb trivia puts it, not one single cast member who was in Jingle All The Way is back in this movie. No, just like, they didn't just say like no one it's like not one single person no one could be bothered not no even be bothered. not even. Not even, and like what was he doing oh, no. let's <laughs> eat he, he wasn't busy he wasn't busy no uh, jingle all the way to stars larry the cable guy now no I, I don't i don't feel like like larry the cult of larry has, has carried over to the uk no. i don't know about you i'm i'm I wasn't. I wasn't familiar with his with his shtick.
1: Uh, for um, some reason, I'm picturing the kind of comedian like you know Jethro was in the UK. That I'm I'm picturing that kind of. I, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: yeah from my neck it, of the woods, so I've, yeah. I'm definitely familiar with. Yeah, well. <laughs> So, so real name, uh, Daniel Lawrence Whitney, uh, Larry the Cable Guy is a stand-up comedian and actor. Uh, Whitney initially performed stand-up under his real name with limited success, uh, but became famous after developing the Cable Guy character, a personality that he now maintains throughout his uh, stage act. I would say uh-huh. if, if if you're from the UK and not, not familiar, I'd say the, the, probably the closest equivalent is like, al murray's pub landlord yeah sort of like the, the the american equivalent of of that the cable guy character has a stereotypical redneck appearance and a thick southern accent uh recounts stories about his family and uses among other common expressions his catchphrase get her done um so what's what's, so, and this,
1: and what's this to do with i mean you're gonna tell me obviously but i'm trying to think yeah like you've gone from arnie but right we need yeah. a follow-up arnie doesn't want yeah. to do it it's straight to dvd yeah. who are yeah. you gonna get Larry yeah. the cable guy I reckon. Yeah. 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 No. If you, if you if you're
0: hoping I'm going to tell you how they got from point A to point B you'll be you'll be bitterly disappointed. <laughs> um so announcing Jingle all the way 2 for director home media release uh with a budget of 5 million dollars uh, Mike Dunn the president of 20th century fox home entertainment said Larry the cable guy on board for Jingle All the Way Two is a perfect star for our first family comedy with WWE Studios. Wow. Uh, yes, the, the the film was produced by 20th Century Fox and WWE Studios, the motion picture division of WWE. Wow. Why? I, I'm I'm not I'm not entirely I'm not entirely clear on 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 the why. Um as a result, it received weekly on-air promotion from WWE and features wrestling stars including Santino Morella, uh, who spent 11 years with the WWE and also voiced himself in the 2014 animated film "Scooby-Doo WrestleMania Mystery," That all time. Uh, classic. Shall we watch the trailer such as it is for yeah. Jingle all the way too? Yeah all right: yeah.
1: In honor of Christmas, I bring to everybody Larry's Red Lights) Are you sure this he's, is He's sick? not what I thought he looked this like.
0: This December, Larry the Cable Guy. <sighs> <sighs> it's like
1: a palace. And now, as they say in French, the peace <laughs> of the resistance. <laughs> Made me laugh. This is going to be the best Christmas ever! And <clears throat> it ends with Larry just rolling his eyes. thing is, if you're watching that trailer... You wouldn't have yeah. th- You wouldn't think it was anything to do with Jingle All the Way. That just looked like I, a Christmas. Cap- you know, like um Christmas Vacation with um, yeah um, Chevy Chase. It looked Chevy like Chase. Sort of film.
0: Yeah. yeah. I I I don't think if you watched the film, you'd think it was anything to do with with, with Jingle All the Way. <laughs> have they
1: just made a film and gone? oh, no one's going to watch it because it's just some generic Christmas film. I'll just slap Jingle All the Way on. Like, people go and see it. Fuck okay. it. I feel like
0: I feel like you may have you may have cracked it. People don't even have to go and see it. People no. people People will, will download
1: it. People will buy it. Um, people so will miss way- it on, on BitTorrent and they think they've downloaded um, Jingle All The Way and it's yeah. the wrong one. People
0: people, people will accidentally buy it, uh, thinking it's Jingle All The Way. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jingle All The Way 2 was written by Stephen Mazur, who, he's got a pretty good pedigree. He wrote The Little Rascals and Liar Liar. Uh yeah. Under, underrated Jim Carrey classic um, and, and the film was directed by Alex Zam. Now, Zam fascinating because he has made a career of directing direct-to-DVD or direct-to-home media uh, sequels including 2003's Inspector Gadget 2 uh, starring Third Rock from the Sun's French Stewart uh, 2009's Doctor Doolittle Million Dollar Mutts uh, 2011's Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2 and 2012's Tooth Fairy 2 uh, A sequel to the 2010 film The Tooth Fairy But with Dwayne Johnson replaced By
1: Larry the Cable Guy Oh my So Lord. it's just yeah, well, Do you remember how we used to We used to always say That Dwayne Johnson Was the saviour of franchises <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I feel like Larry's the opposite yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah It's like If your franchise is flagging And it needs a Kind of like an, a, an injection of energy And adrenaline Dwayne the Rock Johnson If your franchise is flagging And it needs the same thing But you, you you've got no money. No money left. <laughs> Larry, Larry, the ca- Larry the Cable guy is is, is uh, your guy. He's your, he's your cable guy. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Director Zam also voices Harrison the talking bear uh, in Jingle All the Way too, which is the right. toy um, that is kind of the, the uh, central oh. to the, to the movie's plot. Yeah. So, oh, right, so his so,
1: daughter really wants the talking bear in this one, not not the um.
0: Well. Does she? Because you know what, this film has layers. It has twists. Oh, okay. oh you might okay. you might think it's heading in one direction. But it, it might subvert those expectations. Interesting. That's pretty, yeah. So in the film, Larry the Cable Guy plays uh, Larry, um, who is who is feuding with his ex wife's new husband, Victor, played by Brian uh, Stepanek, who is best known for his role of Arwen Hawkhauser in The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> uh, Larry and Victor feud for Larry's daughter's Noelle's noel obviously yeah. they, they feud uh for her her love her affection uh believing noel wants a popular toy said bear uh larry tries to buy it but victor sabotages his efforts so far so jingle all the way uh larry yeah. and victor eventually realize that noel's true christmas wish is not the toy but to have her family united uh they reconcile and plan to celebrate christmas together as a family there oh so she ditches victor no, she's like, I want, I want you all to just, you know, get on, and we'll, oh. we'll all spend Christmas together, and yeah. So
1: now Victor has to have Christmas with Larry sat there like a slob in the corner, ruining Christmas <laughs> yeah. for him. Yeah. Okay. That's the I love you, Christmas.
0: <laughs> I mean, immediately sided with Victor. Yeah, <laughs> like, I already know. I'm
1: preferring Victor. i to, to, to,
0: yeah. to Larry. <laughs> like, the film. It's like, do you know what? I don't. There's I, a reason I've she never... left. You. I've never even set eyes on on Victor, but if her ex is Larry the Cable Guy, well, I can
1: see why she left. Right, I'm going to quickly um, look at Brian Stepanek and see what he looks all like because right. I all guarantee. Right. Let's, let's do Poor it in Larry the ear. Jingle all Did the we... way. Two. Uh... Yeah. Is he not even famous enough? I hear it. Um. Oh, that okay. He was in the trailer. I mean, yeah. yeah, he he looks like the generic kind of new husband, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's a great guy. Lovely guy.
0: Well, when the film was released, uh, it received a negative review. Oh, right. uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got, a, it's got a 3.8 out of 10 on IMDb. 3.8. Wow. Um, 31% on rotten tomatoes. Um I will say that is the um the audience uh score because not enough critics reviewed it to give it a critic score. Um <laughs> slash film though called it low rent and forced uh-huh. um den of geek. I'm not sure if this is a this is an insult or not but it said it's about as bad as you'd expect it to be. Um so so no worse. Yeah. Um uh Though many reviews did point out that it wasn't exactly tarnishing a classic because the original Jingle All The Way, again, is not actually
1: very good. Um, But maybe this is why they made it. Because they were like, right, if people see this, they'll then go, you know, like we said, Ocean's 12 was so bad that it made Ocean's 13 look great. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if if you watched... If you had high expectations, you heard a lot of hype around Jingle All the Way, and then you watched it and you went, "Ah, oh, actually, actually, not 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 great." Watch Jingle All the Way too, then go back and watch Jingle <laughs> All the Way. That's that's what you should do this Christmas. Yeah. And do you know what? You'll yeah, it'll it'll seem marginally better. So yeah, Jingle right. Jingle All the yeah. Way too. Yeah. There you go. go. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we're, we're doing we're doing something slightly different, um, but it very much in the yeah, following the, the the freaky franchises format. Say that three times fast after a few beers. Um so yeah, throwing across to you for the next one.
1: Okay, well. Um similar era, um, oh, and uh, sort of probably beloved in the same sort of way. The Santa Claus. Um mm. again hadn't seen it. I think I saw this ending and all the way the same year a couple of years ago. So I realized I'd never seen either of them. I was like right, I've I, got to fix that. I've got to watch them both. And, yeah. I have never I have never you know seen the Santa Claus. I know I know the
0: premise. I know yeah. who's in it but again, I have never seen it.
1: While the jingle all the way is, the jingle all the way, I don't know what I call it. Um, (laughs) The jingle all the way. While that is like, at times there is parts of it go, this is actually quite a bad film. Yeah. Um, Santa Claus actually is is a pretty good film. It's just a good, fun um, Christmas, you know, rom-com. So, yeah, first film, 1994, directed by uh, John Pasquin and written by Leo Buenvenuti and Steve Rudnick, um, stars Tim Allen as Scott Calvin, an ordinary man who accidentally causes Santa Claus, played by his actual stunt devil, Steve Lucascu, to fall from his roof to his supposed death on Christmas Eve. When he and his young son, Charlie, finish the late Saint Nick's trip and deliveries, they go to the North Pole where Scott learns that he must become the new Santa, convince those he loves that he is indeed Santa Claus.
0: It was the night before Christmas, and children were dreaming of the presents Santa would bring. Somebody's on the roof. But this Christmas Eve, Hey, you! the unthinkable happened. You killed him. Did not. Now, this night, If something should happen to me, put on my suit, the reindeer will know what to do. It's up to them Let's go! to save the day. Together, Scott Kelvin and his son Charlie take on the biggest job in the world.
1: Looking good, Dad.
0: and though it has its dangers. Nice teeth. He thought it was just for one night. You're the new
1: Santa. I am not Santa Claus. I love how everyone gets used to just Santa dying quite quickly. You're the big guy. <laughs> yeah. I've worked for them for it's years. Just... Like, ah, oh, new guys I... come in. Fine. Yeah. Then there would be millions of disappointed children around the world. He doesn't want the oh, job. I will say, yeah, David Crumholtz. You know, that was that yeah, Crumholtz. Crumholtz. Like, yeah. I will
0: say, you know, Tim Allen. He's getting into this, you story. know, say what you like about Tim Allen, and I, and I will. But
1: no, he's the best.
0: His, his film career is actually pretty solid when you think oh, yeah. about it. Like Toy Story, uh, Galaxy Quest.
1: Yeah. The Santa Claus. Yeah. 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 No. lot of big hairs. Yeah. Love you, son. Lift your spirits. Well, this was actually his first uh, motion picture. Ah. Pretty cool, huh?
0: Share the merriment and the magic.
1: Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing.
0: Tim Allen.
1: Santa? The Santa Claus. And again, I think it's similar to Jingle all the way, he he's, he's divorced and he's, you know, um they had a lot of divorced parents in the nineties, didn't they? They like doing that, Mrs. Downfire, all that kind of thing. They, they well, a li- of again,
0: li- liar liar. It yeah, was, yeah, yeah, very
1: much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that film released in November ninety four, grossed 190 million dollars, lots of positive reviews. Yeah. A Christmas staple now. Um Uh, Disney favourite in general Uh, and uh, I like this little fact for one week in November 94 Tim Allen had the number one movie at the box office with this the number one rated TV show Home Improvement and the number one New York York Times best-selling book the book being Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man now I don't know if that's a biopic, or the, um, uh, autobiography, or if that's a novel. I have no idea. But I like that. He's Do best you know what? In, that and was I, a I, bestseller. And I don't know, and I don't care to find out. No, I don't but, know. Um, but no, yeah, he big in the '90s. Tim Allen, yeah, like, he, yeah. He, yeah, he was. He, yeah, Home Improvement was so big. Um, was, yeah, huge. You know, for, and you know, he's obviously lived off Buzz Lightyear for many years. But I would, if I was him, you know. <laughs> yeah um a few uh casting potentials for you yeah um, now i feel like you know how we talk about
0: films that were made in the 90s and it's always like arnie and stallone yeah i feel like these two names are very much almost like the 80s equivalents of like were they really offered the rock? even though this <laughs> yeah. film i guess this film is very
1: kind of you know early to mid uh yeah. 90s but carry on <laughs> so, offered the role first of Scott Calvin, but both turned it yeah. down, apparently, was Bill Murray and Chevy Chase. Well, both of them own... had done Christmas classics.
0: Christmas so. movie, yeah. They've got their Christmas yeah.
1: associations, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Bill Murray said he didn't want to do another holiday-themed movie after Scrooged. Um, other people considered Tom Selleck, Robin Williams, Tom Hanks, and Mel Gibson. Now, I can imagine Robin and Hanks. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like at the time Gibson and Selleck were far too attractive to, to, to be. I was a, getting, a you know I was literally about to
0: say Selleck is far too sexy yeah. to play yeah. to play Scott Calvin. I'm yeah. sorry. But yeah. this, this, so that well, was... that's 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 the main problem is we like I don't believe I believe all the all the magic and all the Santa stuff. I don't believe any woman would divorce Tom Selleck no. in, in, in in the mid 90s. I just I mean, don't, Mel, I don't Mel Gibson buy it. in
1: nineteen ninety-four was was you know top hot. Yeah. Um so those were on Wikipedia, and it had sort of citations. So I was like, okay, I'll yeah. go along with that. These were the IMD, IMD Baitable batable uh, casting choices. Um, yeah. um, among the actors considered for the role of Scott Calvin was Kurt Russell, um, mm. and then they just said Kurt Russell would go on to play Santa in the Christmas Chronicles. And I was like, well, yeah. has someone just made that up, um, probably. Yeah, but again, that is very. Have you
0: have you watched the Christmas Chronicles? Uh,
1: the first one I have, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. St- stop. Stop, because... Oh, okay, don't watch because anymore. Because the Christmas
0: Chronicles, What I mean, uh, I don't know what you thought about it. Yeah, I really good. enjoyed it. It was Kurt Russell in a Christmas film. At, it was great. Had a good time. Yeah. I almost teared up a little bit at the end when, when spoilers, because the whole thing is he doesn't want to be Santa, and at the end he says ho, ho, ho for the little girl. Loved it.
1: I'm not it, pissing, it, by it, the it, way, I'm pouring more beer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: world well, up a little bit. Christmas Chronicles 2, uh, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't bother. Really? Is it just yes? Yeah, rubbish. A severe, a severe downgrade.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Look, is... it's not, as much as 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 nice as it is to see Tyrese Gibson land another acting role outside of the <laughs> Fast and Furious franchise, <laughs> it's not. It's not. Uh... Uh, it's not on par with the original. Okay. Have they done a third one or was that it? I think. I think I killed it. I think I killed oh, it dead. Okay. We
1: we'll do yeah. a third one. We could do freaky franchises four. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that was followed by the Santa Claus two. Now. Um, this is where I find it really interesting because, unlike Jingle All the Way, these were cinematic releases, and I I feel Prop like sequels. yeah I, I feel like it just passed me by. I just had no idea this happened for yeah. whatever reason. So in two thousand two, this time directed by Michael Lembeck, um, all of the main actors from the first film, including Tim Allen, Eric Lloyd, Judge Reinhold, Wendy Crewson, and David Crumholtz, reprised their roles, um, and joined by future Lost star Elizabeth Mitchell. Yeah. Um, and Spencer Breslin and Lilana Moomi or Mummy sorry um the film received mixed reviews from critics but it grossed 172 million dollars worldwide and just did that was pretty good Big that's hit. A pretty good yeah. yeah um so in this film he's back as Santa Claus this time um as he so see so yeah, in the first film he just sort of uh, what happens is once he's done it throughout the year he just gets fatter and grows a beard and just yeah. becomes Santa by the end of the year and he sort of just goes yeah, right. Well, I'm just Santa now. Fine. Um, so he's the,
0: it's like he's like he's resisting being
1: Santa, but by the end he just goes, "Yeah, I'm just gonna." He, he knows the spirit of Christmas. How does, how, yeah. how does that work? Does his whole family have to relocate to the North Pole? Or? Well, I think it helped that he was divorced, I guess. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> That's a good point. He's <laughs> like, "Well,
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move there, but yeah. I'll, I'll try and still see it the kids as much as I can." So what happens in the yeah. first
1: film? It's his house, and Santa falls off the roof, and he dies, yeah. Um, yeah. and. And the rule is, you open his jacket, and there's a little note, yeah. like a little card, in his thing saying, "Oh, you have to do this now." Yeah. It's like, well, what if what if Santa was shot in a gangland shooting or something? Uh, yeah. You know, but mean,
0: someone evil, someone evil, got the power? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like,
0: uh, like in Aladdin two, The Return of Jafar, where where Jafar gets the genie with, powers.
1: Re- obsessed with the Return of
0: Jafar. Any excuse? Any excuse to bring it up? <laughs> That's why. Uh, that's why. That's why it's better because Jafar gets the the powers, and it, it, it's really exciting. Um,
1: I've
0: not watched it. I've not watched it. We will. Late, we, we will I'll do look.
1: an episode on it one day. Has to happen.
0: In- inevitably. Yeah.
1: Um, so in this one, he discovers a clause in the Santa Claus, a second clause um, in the Santa contract that requires him to find a Mrs. Claus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> realizing the importance of family and love in spreading holiday cheer, Scott sets out on a quest to find a suitable companion. So it's kind of just a, just a reason to get laid, essentially. It's just for Santa to just find a missus. And the missus he finds is Elizabeth Mitchell. So he is um, punching. He is somewhat punching Tim Allen. This is 2002 Tim Allen as well. It's not even 1994 Tim Allen. Um, but the, the the thing that I found interesting, though, I, 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 I haven't seen Santa Claus 2.
0: Well, no, you didn't even know it existed, I mean.
1: Um, what I like about it is teenage son Charlie finds himself on the naughty list because he vandalised his school, so Scott has to return home to search not only search for a wife, but he has to set things right with his son. And he brings us up um when he visits. His, he visits the council of legendary figures consisting of Mother Nature, Father Time, Cupid, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, and the Sandman. So maybe Dwayne Johnson turns up as the <laughs> Tooth Fairy and. Or, or actually, Larry uh, the Table guy. Or Larry yeah. The Cable guy.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, but what you've got to ask yourself is are any of those the originals, or did they all die and got replaced by someone yeah. else who just happened to stumble? Yeah, so, are they all had uh, do it. Na-
1: so, if, if someone na- accidentally shot a bunny, did they have to become the Easter Bunny? Na- is that how it works? And, and
0: none of them are in any way qualified. No. They're all just people who have stumbled at, you know, in, fa- in fact, they're all murderers. I feel That's like they all. <laughs> That's like what terrible clause! It's like if you find my dead body, you you inherit so everything. Afraid.
1: Yeah, yeah. You like it or imagine, not, you if that, imagine if that imagine if that
0: was how like how it, how it worked inherited this like well, I found his corpse, so I guess everything everything belongs to me now. Like <laughs> a weird, a weird idea for a Christmas film. It is weird. Here's, here's how this Christmas film starts: the death of Santa. Brilliant, like bizarre. I just remember the trailer That's just being, you killed him, did not. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, mid-90s Tim Allen can sell anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's a the trailer for Santa Claus 2.
0: The, 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 the bio, the little description on this, on this trailer, yeah. says uh,
1: Scott Calvin has been Santa Claus for the past eight years. Oh, is it? I suppose he has, yeah. It has is been eight years the since start? the last um, film. Imagined. I'm getting strong readings from the
0: Caprock, sir.
1: Waiting for the day.
0: What is it? You not cry, He'll come to town
1: He's the greatest Santa the world has ever known The greatest Santa? Have they done a poll on that? Or? You're the
0: man Well, the greatest Santa the world has ever known So he's just better than the guy who fell off the roof Yeah But was he even the
1: first? How many well, Santas well, have there been? Probably countless The of
0: Christmas. fine
1: print I've got to get married. Yes, it's Mrs. Claus. The Mrs. Claus. See, is it called
0: Santa Claus 2, The Mrs. The Mrs. Claus. Sh- I don't think it
1: was. But it should have been.
0: Uh, it should be. It really should be.
1: Now I can't tell if, if Tim Allen just looked like this at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think he's it's still wearing got prosthetics. prosthetics. <laughs> okay. I don't think he's let himself go. Again, came out in cinemas on November first. I just feel that's like too early. I feel.
0: I feel it- like they yeah, they're trying to, like... Yeah, it yeah. anyway. gets earlier every year. After that,
1: they did a bit of a turbocharged prelude, like a la Fast and Furious. So niche! <laughs> like, Such a niche <laughs> reference. Like doing a short film, which I'm not going to play a clip from. It's called True Confessions of the Legendary Figures in 2003. Yeah. It was on the DVD, and it was just like um, three and a three-and-a-half-minute mockumentary interview with Easter Bunny and a Tooth Fairy and all them lot. So, yeah, all right, fine. And then in uh, 2006, four years later... Santa Claus, the Escape Clause came out at cinemas. Um, Scott Calvin's back. He must find a way to reverse a spell cast by Jack Frost, played by Martin Short, that caused him to lose his title of Santa Claus. Um, most of the sporting actors from the first two films are back, with the exception of David Crumholtz. Didn't want, didn't want to this one. Yeah, was he doing numbers ba- yeah, at this yeah, point? To do. Was it numbers? He was. Yeah,
0: in? Yeah, yeah. He's he probably, he's
1: probably in in numbers. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this one, it grossed $110 million worldwide. Received very negative reviews this time, with Rotten Tomatoes calling it a bag of bland gags and dumb slapstick. But, you know, $110 million, not to be sniffed at. Not, you know, not to know, be sniffed at for a threequel. That's pretty good. Most uh, most threequels yeah. are terrible, right? Yeah. I mean. Let's yeah. Uh, see a bit of Martin Short in action.
0: This time, Christmas is getting Jack. Jack. Frost, you are hereby charged with attempting to upstage Santa Claus in a manner that is both willful and malicious. Excuse me, did you just accuse me of being skillful and delicious? I'm (sighs) tired of playing second fiddle. I'm going to be Santa Claus. Jack, you got to let this go. You get TV specials and the postage stamps and the the army of toy building yes men. What do I get? Well, you get a slightly problematic horror movie is what you get, Jack Frost. (laughs) Oh, the, escape yeah. the
1: escape clause. The escape clause. The
0: escape class will be triggered. Ah! Sending everyone back in time.
1: Oh. On the roof. oh. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's cool. It's like Back to the Future when he meets his past. Yeah. And it one Santa out. You hit me with a
0: shovel! And let another slip in. You tricked me! You're not Santa
1: anymore. You're just a guy who smells like a cookie.
0: This is so it off. On November 3rd... We'll call Christmas Frostmas. The future of the holidays will be at stake.
1: I've done it.
0: What have you done? And the final chapter will begin in the greatest Santa story ever told. I'm going to make everything good again. Walt Disney Pictures presents... <laughs> Tim Allen. Give me a status report. Your pants are on fire. Yes, they are. Martin Shore, I'm Jack Frost. Okay, okay, chill. I
1: invented chill. Hey, Mom. I mean... Claus 3, the escape clause. Do you know what? Like, the premise oh. isn't actually that bad. Actually, no, actually, but... I-, I actually quite like the idea of it, because it's like, you get your opportunity... Because if, if I was Tim Allen, I'd be like, Oh my god! This is my opportunity to go back and not have to do this. I could start. Again. I
0: don't really. Yeah, I don't really understand why Tim Allen is so enamoured with being Santa Claus. Yeah. If I'm honest, it feels more like a curse than a blessing. If I.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's not the end of Santa Claus. In January 2022, it was announced that a sequel limited series was in development, um, and uh, Tim Allen and Elizabeth Mitchell were back, as well as Eric Lloyd and David Crumholtz in sporting roles. Yeah, uh, numbers the- have been
0: numbers have been cancelled by this point. Was it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the official premise was announced as Scott Calvin was on, on the brink of his 65th birthday. I'm assuming he fixed it with Jack Frost, by the way. I've, 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 I haven't seen it. I assume he turns it all around in the end. Um, and he's realizing he can't be Santa forever. He's starting to lose a, his step in his Santa duties. And more importantly, he's got a family who could benefit from a life in the normal world, especially his two kids who have grown up at the pole with a lot of L at the pole. <laughs> That's such a weird way of putting it. Um, with a lot of elves, children, and family to please, Scott sets out to find a suitable replacement Santa while preparing his family for a new adventure in life south of the pole. So yeah. I guess, yeah, he's just thinking, I've got to retire now. And, you know, so I didn't know that was an option. I don't know. You could just retire whenever you like.
0: I feel um, like he should have just like, he should have just like cashed that in day one and just been like, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah it premiered In November last year On Disney Plus With Cal Penn Joining as the new Potential Santa um, See,
0: and, I, and I didn't even know that So Like my, my Harold and Kumar Reference yeah, earlier Was Exactly yeah,
1: uh, of, it was Magic It's second season Premiered last month As we record this yeah. um, Overall it's received Mixed reviews But you know I'm glad it exists I like the idea of it um, And let's have a little clip But <laughs> so I'll never watch it But I'm glad it exists I will never watch it I'll never watch it. Twas the
0: night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The, the stockings, stockings were hung up. by the chimney with care and So does Tim he- Allen have to just like throw himself off Cal Penn's roof? <laughs> yes, likewise.
1: Himself.
0: You're going to kill me, Cal.
1: <laughs> yeah! Come down, 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 down. No, 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 no. Who cool, are you?
0: I'm Santa Claus. different out there. All those kids turned into adults. They stopped believing. <laughs> and I'm losing magic. So for the good of Christmas, I'm retiring. Wow. I didn't even know you could do that. I think we see what the rest of the world's like. No, no, no. Normal people. I'm making a list of things I want to do, like meet a crossing guard. Whoop. Wow. Dad. Sandra, they warned you this is what I look like here. <laughs> it's, it's dad, me. <laughs> I'll you know, have a funnichino. Put cocoa in it instead of coffee. Put a little peppermint in there if you have that. Chop up some cookies and um, sprinkles. Name for the order? <laughs> Santa. Sir, my job is hard enough. Hope, oh, oh, hope, oh. hope. For the first time, I'm going to spend Christmas with my family.
1: You New know, Santa is destroying Christmas spirit. When the last of the light goes out, it could be the end of Christmas. I retired too soon. I hired the wrong guy. I love I the idea he's hired Pal Pen, who's just evil. Helps her disappear. <laughs> disappearing? You should have led with that. We're going. Oh no, what have they done? What's this? This can't be. Are you seeing this? Christmas uh, uh, is in trouble. Let's go. Okay, fine. It was called the Santa Clauses, by the way. Um, I mean, yeah, do you know what I like I like it when they do these things and what I like about it is when all the cast still believe in it and they come back, regardless of it whether it's good or not. I like that they try and you know, they, <laughs> they, they, don't they, don't want, they don't want someone else <laughs> replacing them. They wanna they wanna yeah. still be in it. So Elizabeth Mitchell, yeah. she's a proper actress and yet she's <laughs> she's still like, Yeah, do you know what? I'm still gonna do it. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure Disney paid well, so still. Anyway, that's the Santa Claus uh franchise. Still going strong. Yeah. Sort of yeah,
0: yeah no. Well, great. All right. Well, well, well. Back to me. Um, yep. and miracle on thirty fourth Street. Now,
1: yeah.
0: Okay. So, so what do you know about Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street?
1: Um. Well, I know there's well, there's two versions, the famous ones. Yeah. One in the forties, one in the nineties. Um yeah. Correct. I've I've seen. I think I've seen most of the forties one, but I've mostly seen the nineties one, and it's very good very good remake with Richard Attenborough. Yeah, um, yeah. well,
0: yeah, yeah correct. There's, there's the 1947 film version uh, starring Edmund Gwen as Chris Kringle, a uh, Santa and Macy's New York City store on 34th Street, who's convinced he's the real Father Christmas, uh, also stars Natalie Wood as Young Girl he befriends. and there's a 1994 remake uh, starring Richard Attenborough as Chris Kringle uh, and Mara Wilson as the Young Girl he befriends. Mm-hmm. But there are, in fact, three other screen three? versions of Miracle on 34th Street. Okay. So the first screen version uh, was released to cinemas in June 1947. Is it a Christmas movie? Uh, earning strong reviews, uh, winning four Oscars, and being nominated wow. for a fifth for yeah, Best been, Picture.
1: Again, like Die Hard. I mean, Die Hard you can get away with because it released an action film, but yeah, to release yeah. this in, in the middle of summer, the, was height of, the height of summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so its release was accompanied by a novelization uh, published as a 120 page novella and written by Valentine Davies, uh, who came up with the original idea for the movie, uh, which went under the titles of The Big Heart and It's Only Human uh, before the final name was landed on. Uh, the American radio anthology series Lux Radio Theatre aired a one hour adaptation of the movie, on three occasions. Uh, In 1947, uh, a version was broadcast which reunited all the original cast uh, from the 40s movie. Uh, The following year, there was another version which reunited all the cast except uh, Natalie Wood. And there was another radio version again in 1954. There were also two broadcasts on another anthology uh, radio series, uh, Screen Director's Playhouse, as a half-hour play uh, on December the 23rd, 1949, and a as a, a one-hour play on the twenty-third of December, nineteen fifty, and all of those adaptations had Edmund Gwen reprising his screen role. So he's got to be it one of the most like, prolific.
1: Yes, yeah. it's just such a weird thing. Like once you re-recorded it once, why do you have to keep doing?
0: it was. <laughs> well, it was, lo- I, I, back I, it was lo- year. Well, no, it was. It was live. So they uh, they yeah, didn't.
1: They probably didn't record it either, did they?
0: No, exactly. So, again, coming back to this is like recording. <laughs> yeah we just re- repeat it well if we repeat it we have to get everyone back in the studio and just do uh, it do it all again oh, we should, we should yeah. probably just start recording these really <laughs> shouldn't we and, and that's how it happened um, the film was also adapted into a Broadway musical titled Here's Love uh, in 1963 and into a stage play in 2000 uh, while in 2012 the Macy's department store at Herald Square in New York City featured a 30 minute puppet version of the story within its Santa land display nice. uh, if if I'm sure if you were there, it was great. Um, but <laughs> most notably, there have been three additional versions of Miracle on 34th Street aired on television. Uh, so in 1955, on the 14th of December, a one-hour adaptation of Miracle on 34th Street aired as the Christmas episode of CBS anthology series The 20th Century mm. Fox Hour. Okay. What sort of games do you play, Susan?
1: I do play
0: much with the children. They play silly That's a different guy. Ooh. Is it? It looks com-
1: just exactly the same. That's very good casting, because it looks very similar.
0: And all of the children... Well, it looks
1: like Santa Claus. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Homer was supposed to be the zookeeper. He said, what kind of an animal are you? I said, I'm not an animal. I'm a girl. He said, only animals allowed here. Bye. Oh, that's too bad. Sounds like a wonderful game to me. Of course, to play it right, you've got to have imagination. you know what imagination is? That's when you see something and it's really not there. Well, yes... And I believe imagination is a place by itself. You know, like, well, you know the British nation and the French nation. Well, this is imagination. So uh, this version was helmed by Mary Poppins and Bedknobs and Broomsticks director Robert Stevenson. um, And it starred Thomas Mitchell as Chris Kringle. Look, just like him yeah well mitchell appeared in films including gone with the wind the outlaw high noon uh he won an oscar for his role of doc boone in stagecoach and he played uncle billy in Uh, it's a wonderful life another christmas classic uh the actor herbert hayes is the only actor to reprise his role from the 1947 film version uh once again playing department store owner mr gimble uh One reviewer writing at the time in Baltimore's Evening Sun newspaper suggested that this TV version is an improvement over the original movie. Shortening the tale has made it brighter and less saccharine. Uh, Four years later, in 1959, there was another TV adaptation of A Miracle on 34th Street, broadcast live again um, and in colour on NBC the day after Thanksgiving as the Christmas episode of the anthology series NBC Friday Night Special Presentation. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: Mr. Kringle? Yes? I'm a good judge. I'll be fair. Oh, well, thank you, Your Honor. Thank you. (laughs) I'm uh, known around the circuit as Fair Frank Harper. (laughs) I won't rule before the evidence is in. But I think you should know that, uh, as of the moment, from a strictly legal viewpoint, you're nuttier than a fruitcake.
1: That's
0: so dramatic. The way he reacted to that. He's like, what? What? It was, he did a quadruple take. Uh, Chris Kringle was played here by Ed Wynn. A That's prominent American very actor. confusing.
1: That's very confusing.
0: And comedian uh, who played Uncle Albert, not that one in uh, in he *Mary do, Poppins*, although he did look like
1: Uncle Albert. Ironically, he did. Horses. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, he played Uncle Albert in *Mary Poppins*, uh, and also provided the voice of the Mad Hatter in Disney's oh. uh, Adam animated adaptation of *Alice in Wonderland*. Yeah. Uh, this version of *Miracle on Thirty-fourth Street*, again broadcast live, was thought to be lost until a surviving copy was discovered in December two thousand and five. Wow. Christmas miracle. That is cool. Yeah. How about that? And then finally. There was another TV version of A Miracle on 34th Street in 1973.
1: Okay. 1973. How's
0: that? Splendid. Tell me, doctor, do you base your analyses on the uh, Omaha tests of the 50s or the Geschwagen adult life sample of 1967?
1: Have you found confusion in place of the goals you set for your life? Not as long as I can remember. Uh, How about doubt? Are you happy in your work, Doctor? Uh, The rewards you've desired and sought to attain, would you call them recognitional, or have they simply been um, goals on gaining affection? Oh, I've never lacked for love. If I may suggest... uh, Again? Yes, you see, uh, nervous tension such as yours is... Frequently caused by insecurity. You know, the old occupational hazard. But how would that concern Santa Claus? Well, but it must. When people no longer care, and that's
0: what Christmas is all about, caring for people. You should write that down.
1: How would you react if I said that I do not believe that you are or ever have been Santa Claus, that you're a fraud and a travesty on your namesake. Abstention is the only way you'll ever stop biting your nail. Uh,
0: so this version was directed by Fielder Cook, uh, who is mm-hmm. best known for directing 1971 TV movie The Homecoming, A Christmas Story, mm. uh, which served as a pilot for TV series The Waltons. that. Uh, yeah. Chris Kringle was played by uh, Sebastian uh, Cabot. I think it's Cabot Cabot. I'm going to say Cabot. I'm going to go with Cabot, uh, who is best known for playing Giles French in the CBS sitcom family affair. Uh, and he also narrated Disney's sword in the stone and multiple Winnie the Pooh animated features produced in the sixties and seventies. Uh, and he voiced Bagheera in Disney's, mm-hmm. the jungle book, wow. uh, Natalie Wood, who played Susan in the original '40s film, uh, was offered the role of Susan's mother, Karen, in this version, uh, but declined. Wow. Uh, the role was eventually played by Jane Alexander, known for her roles in All the President's Men and Kramer versus Kramer. Also featured in this version uh, was uh, two geeks icon Roddy McDowell, who you heard <laughs> in that in that clip. What's oh, such a great voice! I know. Um, David Doyle, best known for playing Bosley on Charlie's Angels, <laughs> and another Bosley. Tom Bosley, uh, best known for playing Howard Cunningham on Happy Days, and for playing the title character in the Father Dowling Mysteries, which I feel like when we get into like the three hundreds, we'll probably do an episode on on the Father oh, Dowling Mysteries at God. some point. But but there you go, multiple miracles. I yeah. had no idea. Everyone knows about the forties version. No, Everyone knows about I had no the, idea the nineties version. I had no idea there were that many no. versions of them. And and you know when you when you do every each one has its own fan base, like. A lot of them are available on YouTube and, and people are saying, oh, I, I remember watching that version as a kid and I'm so glad I
1: found this version.
0: I thought I dreamt it. So
1: yeah, yeah. there you go. Most, multiple miracles. That's nice, isn't it? Just hearing about Father Dowling, Christ. Have you ever watched it? Never. It's, 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 it's not the best. It's, it's very much like, you know, like Rosemary and Time? How yeah. they would always get involved in crimes, and it's like, yeah. just get on with the gardening. Stop getting involved. You're not. It's ridiculous. What? And it was like what that with Father Dowling. Is like, oh, you, yeah. have to, you have to get involved in all. This? Just get, just, just leave it alone. Just.
0: <laughs> I love you watching. You're watching all these shows, getting stressed, being like, Jessica, get on with your book tour. But it, you've, got, you've, got, you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got dates. You've got commitments. You don't have time to be solving these murders, <laughs> Jessica. The
1: thing is, if I if I was in town, the town that Rosemary and Time lived in, I'd be like. Yeah. it's a bit of a coincidence that every single crime occurs when they're doing the gardening for this particular well, person.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, this yeah. is it. It's it's like the murder murder she wrote theory where actually Jessica Fletcher is history's greatest serial killer. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Rosemary and Time were at it with the shoes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, back to me and um probably the most iconic Christmas film. Uh, ever i guess if, if but we you know we talked about this um in our is it actually a christmas film or not episode uh we're talking about the 1946 classic it's a wonderful life with james stewart um oh did we establish it was a christmas film in the end
0: yeah so what happened was you Got started arguing you started arguing that it wasn't and then halfway through you realized that you were totally wrong uh and backtracked and then ended up <laughs> arguing that it was a you you sort of like <laughs> outfoxed yourself it was it yeah. was it was fascinating to witness
1: I'm still in two two minds about it. I feel like I feel like the last ten minutes it is a Christmas film, and then the rest yeah. of it is just a nice film. Well,
0: but that's all it's actually a that's horrible all film any, for most of it. But. All any all anyone remembers is an angel comes down, and then at the end he's like, "Oh, oh, great, yeah, I love my family." Ah, oh, and, and everyone like brings him money, and then he's like, yeah. "Oh, that's right." Oh, an angel gets his wings. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and that's all anyone remembers. And most of the film is just <laughs> uh, 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 How horrible. Like, yeah horrible, horrible, horrible and depressing and not set on Christmas.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, if somehow you didn't know, it follows the life of George Bailey played by James Stewart, a kind-hearted man who has spent his entire life helping others in his small town of Bedford Falls on Christmas Eve facing financial ruin and contemplating suicide, suicidal Cheering. George is visited by his guardian angel Clarence in an effort to show George the positive impact he has had on the lives of those around him. Clarence takes him on a journey through an alternate reality where George was never born. Um, as George witnesses the profound effects of his existence, he comes to realize the true meaning of love life and the importance of community. Um,
0: uh, I feel like, I feel like Clarence oversold to be honest, because, because <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> like, everyone's life is better because George is, you know, George is around, fine. But, like, Potter doesn't get his comeuppance. He's nah, still, po- Potter's still run, run off with all the money. And he's like, oh, that's right. Yeah, and Angel gets his wings. This is all really nice, but, uh... Um, once we're done here, I'm gonna find Potter and fucking I'm gonna kick his ass and get my money back. Because like George is still, yeah. like, his life is still, his life is still shit. It doesn't change the fact that his and you feel, do you feel
1: a bit guilty that you've taken all that money from everyone in town? You'd be like, I've got to really make the most of this. I can't fuck it up now. I've got to make sure. And like, why is you
0: know. why why are all the townsfolk having to like fund George? Like find find Potter, get the money back. Yeah. What are you doing? That should yeah. if, if you are talking, that should be the sequel to this. Is like the townsfolk with 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 burning torches. Yeah. Hunting down Potter and giving him. Well, maybe what maybe,
1: for. maybe people were nicer back in the forties, but I feel like if I was in that town, I'd be like, yeah, but I, yeah. I barely know George. Why do I need?
0: To- <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like your friends. It's like it's like Ross and that yeah. one episode of Friends. <laughs> I've never like, met
1: Howard. I've just moved in. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like you know, George, George. Well, vaguely. I mean, we sort of say hello to each other yeah, once. i like, at the gym I mean, that's that's yes. And it's like yeah, we'll do- <laughs> the gym. It's just like I'm pumping hard, and he's just like, yeah.
1: Well, it's, it's Christmas. Like
0: famously, well, I, haven't,
1: I haven't got fifty dollars to, to give. To
0: no, like fam- famously, this is a this is a very expensive time. Like I don't have to. When what they should have been doing is is yeah, lighting those torches, yeah. hunting down Potter,
1: Mister Potter. Um, yeah. So obviously, it's a wonderful but-
0: life too. Get Potter. That's what I want to see.
1: Uh, there's been lots Of adaptations in, uh, On radio and, and musicals And homages um, Of the main plot And loads of TV shows And films of the years it, Paul McCartney Is is currently making A stage musical Based on it Now this is one of those things That was announced Like three or four years ago And it's just sort of Gone quiet And I don't know If Paul's just gone I've got other Beatles things I've got to concentrate on Yeah I'm um, sort of uh, I'm going to yeah.
0: prioritise The Beatles
1: stuff Yeah um so here's just a few things first uh in 1986 there was a skit on saturday night live which featured william shatner introducing the lost ending of its own wonderful life in which george bailey played by dana carvey of course um and the citizens of bedford falls discovered that mr potter played by john lovitz had stolen george's money and take turns beating him up in his office there you go that's what you're right i got talking up yeah that's what i'm um, talking about and I think we mentioned this in the Tiny Toons episode in 1992. The final episode of Tiny Toon Adventures parodied "It's a Wonderful Life" with "It's a Wonderful Tiny Toons Christmas." So I love again. I love that the final episode. ah, like, oh, let's just go out and a high.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like this podcast has been going on too long. When we when we can make that connection, we can go. Oh, obviously, we previously <laughs> we did a Tiny Toons that. Adventures episode, and uh, and and now we're doing "It's A Wonderful Life." So we can we can we can join uh, those dots.
1: Perfect. Um. There was "It's a Wonderful Life," a live radio play. That's what a I was radio, a radio, a, a live radio, radio play. <laughs> um, a stage adaptation presented as a 1940s radio show, adapted by Joe Landry, and has been produced around the United States since 1997. So that's like the version that keeps coming back. And also in 1997, PBS aired "Merry Christmas, George Bailey," taped from a live performance of the 1947 Lux radio theater script at the Pasadena right. Playhouse.
0: I didn't know, I, and I didn't know you were doing this, but we both we both dropped yeah. references to the Lux Radio Theatre. So there, yeah. you there you go. I didn't know that was happening.
1: Um, th- this presentation featured an all star cast, including Bill Pullman as George, Nathan oh, Lane, as, yeah, Nathan Lane as Clarence, Martin Landau as as Mister Potter, um, Penelope Ann Miller as Mary, and Sally Field as Mother Bailey. That's really cool. What right? cast? I know. Yeah. Um, and then Bill
0: Bill Bill Pullman and also uh, st- star of um, one of my favorite, not really Christmas, but definitely like win wintry movies. While you were sleeping,
1: oh yeah, cracking film, yeah, it's good, cracking film. I Can't, mean, we, not, we, not a we, not. I think it's weird to propose to someone you've not even kissed her yet, but you know, fine, you know, uh, we'll we'll go yeah, along with it.
0: You know, Bill's so charismatic that he knows he just knows he, know, he yeah. knows he knows yeah. he knows he yeah. knows he's 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 got it got it in the bag.
1: Yeah. That is a good film. <laughs> Um, and then in 2002, there was the TV film. It's a very merry Muppets Christmas movie on NBC. This is a homage to his wonderful life. And written here says in the film, Kermit the Frog wishes that he had never been born. <laughs> it's just nah. a phrase. Now Kermit wishes he had never been
0: born. Now I'm <laughs> I'm definitely more on board with the idea that the world would be worse without Kermit in it. Also, I feel like this is definitely like something that most people don't know about because everyone's always like they did Muppet. Christmas Cow, famously Muppet Treasure yeah. Island. Why don't they do yeah. more films? Yeah. You know, twi- yeah. twists on familiar stories
1: with with the Muppets. They did Muppet yeah. Christmas, the Muppet. Uh, yeah, Muppet. It's a wonderful life. One flew over the Muppets' nest. You know, just 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 go for it. <laughs>
0: that would be yeah. Here's a little trailer. Miss Piggy as uh, as Nurse Ratchet. I can I can see that. There you go. Yeah. 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 Hey! Jingle bells, jingle bells. Yeah. forgot about that guy, on, me, the, the Tony Bennett
1: like Muppet. Right
0: What's eating Kermit? Where's your holiday spirit? It's almost Christmas. Would you Robin please leave one. me alone? Awesome.
1: I, don't, I don't know if it's just my, my humour, but the Muppets just make me laugh. They just make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a better place without him. I can't help you. I'll ruin your life. <laughs> This is a major crisis. I'm taking Kermit's case to the boss. David Arquette and William H. Macy. William H. Macy? Career suicide. (laughs) And
0: Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg.
1: Justice? Me? You'll be fine.
0: How? What is this? I I I had no idea this existed. Give up. I wish I'd never been born. (laughs) (laughs) What's the matter with you? Ugh. Welcome to the world in which you are never born. Kermit got a chance to see just how much of a difference. I'm up Peter. Do
1: you wanna see how that turned out <laughs> without you? One frog can make. And it's like a brothel or something.
0: <laughs> it's a very merry Muppet <gasps> Christmas movie. Oh. Now the joke's over! Starring David Arquette. I don't joke. I've been told I'm not funny. Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack. I I Joan Cusack. Bad guy. Matthew Lillard. Woo-hoo! H. Macy. I'm Such a 90s cast. Could be more 90s. Oh, Matthew Lillard. Whoopi of course. Yeah. Matthew Miller. I was like, who's that? Not to mention all of your favorite Muppets. Yes. <laughs> Kermit. Miss Piggy. <laughs> Ozzy. <Fozzie>, ah.
1: <laughs> Rizzo. <laughs> Gonzo. Pepe. Pepe. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Honeydew. <laughs> <Hunter, laughs>
0: and Beaker.
1: <laughs> it's a. Very- got a shout out.
0: Christmas movie. No. It's a Muppet for Life. Wow, a Muppet for Life. I'm definitely gonna watch that this Christmas. No question.
1: What was what was my how have I never seen it? Because I love I'm watching
0: that this Christmas, no question. Now they say they're all of your favourite Muppets. I'm gonna throw it out there. Who is your favourite Muppet? (laughs)
1: It's probably Gonzo, if I'm honest. Right. Um Right. I mean, kermit is amazing isn't he i mean let's be honest i like but... yeah look kermit kermit is great
0: but yeah. it's but it's a basic that's, that's choice a good, it's like uh, saying yeah. yeah it's like <laughs> i do you know what? i've got a lot of time for pepe i have to say <laughs> an under an underrated an underrated muppet pepe is he's like yeah everything's <laughs> yeah, going
1: good okay yeah great. love um, love pepe yeah no i like the weird one like sweetums whatever his name is you know the big one. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, good. It is fine. Yeah. Um but yeah, Mother Christmas Carol is my favorite uh, Christmas film ever. Yeah. Um and now I didn't know that there was a film again doing it's one of a wonderful life. I mean Looks ge- looks quite good as well. Yeah. yeah. Um and then you had The Last Temptation of Clarence Oddbody in his uh, 2011 novel by John Pearson. The novel imagines the future lives of various characters if George had not survived his jump into the river. So it's like, so it, oh, shit, he died. Okay, well, let's see what happened next then, shall we? Oh,
0: so it, it, so it like, stays in the universe yeah. where...
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Don't know if anyone's crying out for that, but it's it's there. <laughs> um, and then there was 1990s Mr. Destiny, which was heavily inspired by the film, starring James Belushi, Linda Hamilton, Michael Caine, John Lovitz, René Russo, and Cox. Cox. What, what a cast that is. Again, um, very 90s. Uh, James Belushi um, plays the role of Larry Burroughs, um, a middle-aged man who feels dissatisfied with life. One day, Larry encounters a mysterious bartender named Mike, played by Michael Caine, who offers him a chance to see how his life would have turned out if he had made different choices. Larry accepts the offer and wakes up to a new reality where he is wealthy, successful, and has everything he had ever desired. However, he soon realises that his alternate life comes with his own set of challenges and problems. As Larry navigates this unfamiliar world, he begins to appreciate the value of the life he once took for granted. I mean, it's not technically it's a wonderful life, but it's kind of it's a wonderful life. So it's and, yeah. and when am I ever gonna talk about Mr. Destiny ever again? So, you know, um his little trailer just just great to see Michael Caine and anything, really, more than anything else. So and James Belushi, justice for James Belushi. He's better, he's he deserves better. He, he's good, he was really good. Everyone's you were gonna say him. you yeah, I was good. he is Jim. You were gonna
0: say Oh yeah, he's better, John. He's better than John.
1: <laughs> no, John's great as well, but like everyone forgets that James is good as well. He, he was great.
0: Yeah, is. <laughs> so justice for Jim.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Not saying the film's any good.
0: <laughs> just <laughs> Larry. Bird has spent his life. Just working. Just hit that ball.
1: Ah, oh, see, he was going to be a baseball star start and he didn't. A half a second sooner.
0: Were you thinking about that silly baseball game again? But today is Larry's birthday. <laughs> Sorry, is the is the idea then that Jim Belushi is married to early nineties Linda, Linda Hamilton, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, my life's terrible. Down on I his luck. R- yeah, down on my luck. <laughs> Come on, Jim."
1: And Michael Caine's at a bar. And he's like, "You'd you have it even better than children. this, Cindy Jo." Yeah. <laughs> Happy
0: birthday, darling. God. Oh man. <laughs> now Larry's got everything a man could ever want. Who do these cars belong to? well the longer you sir get the hell out of here as you wish sir
1: except the one thing that lovely that linda happened. hamilton is just a lovely wife the and he's just being like yeah ah, i mean she's my wife for pete's sake she was your wife ask me
0: something i couldn't possibly know the day i got my driver's license, i got pulled over for speeding
1: i want to know the name of the song on the radio
0: but this does seem to be the premise that, you know, it, everything's great, but he's no longer married to Linda Hamilton. Exactly. And he's like, yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. yeah. I did often wonder what, what Linda yeah. Hamilton did between Terminator Watch and Terminator Watch 2. It. And this now, is I, it. now I know. Yeah. Mr. Destiny. <laughs> was
1: was this Michael Caine's Mr. Jaws 3 Destiny. era, or whatever it was? It, it, Jaws, like, four, Jaws 4. Yeah. Four, yeah. I oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, mean, okay. Um, a very similar premise, actually, to The Family Man with Nicolas Cage, if you've seen that. It's very, very similar. He. He's like a. Is that the one where he's a of, weatherman? No, he's like um, he's um, like a business type, and he's he's just a bit of a scrooge. And then he, something happens that he just finds he wakes up one day and his whole life is the same age and the same time and everything. But he's waking up and he's with his ex that he broke up with like ten years ago, right. and he's with her and he's got kids, he's got family and all this, but he's still got the memories of before. And blah blah blah. So it's a very you know that kind of thing, uh, perfectly pleasant. Just like seeing Nicholas Cage in a bit of a rom com, it's quite nice. Um, and then with its a wonderful life, there's been a few other remakes. You then had It Happened One Christmas from nineteen seventy seven, a TV movie remake. Um, this employed agenda reversals. So this is very like you know of now but, back in the seventies. Yeah. You know this is you know Marlo Thomas played Mary Bailey, um, and then. Uh, you had um Wayne Rogers as George and Cloris Leachman as the Angel Clara Oddbody um Leachman received a 10th Emmy nomination for this role Ooh. um and then a significant departure from his earlier roles Orson Welles was Mr Potter I mean what again talking about Michael Caine I what know. was going on with Orson
0: Welles where uh, he yeah. was like he was, was like
1: not quite Transformers Zero is it no this but is, this is yeah. it
0: he's like he's like He's like, "Oh, I'm I'm Orson Welles and I'm going to be in I'm going to be in a nineteen nineteen seventy seven 1977 <laughs> television movie remake yeah. of uh, It's a Wonderful Life and then yeah. I'm going to be the voice of Unicron in Transformers the movie." <laughs> Were you in Were
1: you in Citizen Kane, The Third Man? Uh, yeah. The, I got I
0: got um, I got to eat, yeah. eat a lot.
1: So I've got I, I like eating, so you know. Um following initial positive reviews, the Maverick TV film was rebroadcast twice in 78 and 79. People liked it but not been shown ever again on national rebroadcast or ever released on home media never released never bothered Uh, why? it sounds great I want to watch it Uh, there's only a few clips I could find on YouTube here's one of them
0: it's the most warm-hearted Christmas story ever Merry Christmas Mr. Potter a retelling of Frank Capra's classic you've never been born what do you mean I've never been born of course I was born Wayne Rogers Marlo Thomas
1: Clovis Leecher and Orson Welles. There is. he is. I want to live again. It happened one day. But I love they didn't didn't bother calling it It's a was like Maybe they weren't allowed to call it that for some reason. No. Yeah. Uh, who knows? And then you had The Christmas Spirit, a retelling of the film starring Nicolette Sheridan as Charlotte Hart. This was a Hallmark film, uh, which I, I have to say, at Christmas times, I bloody love a Hallmark film. I know they're yeah. rubbish. I know they're dreadful. I know they're the yeah. same every time. I know that it always involves a bakery. Or, yeah, um, yeah. It's, 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 always, always it's, it's always a high yeah, high flying woman from the big city, yeah. coming back to she's her like hometown. A, like a, a, she's like a journalist or a businesswoman, and she has always to go back uh, to her Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: She yeah. has to go back, go, go back, go back to uh, her hometown for a baking contest. But it's always called like something. autumn,
1: autumn falls or something. It's always that kind of name as a town. And,
0: yeah, and and then she falls in love with a man who um, like chops down
1: trees for a living. Like a yeah, he's, and, he's and, probably... and and the the man is either someone that she went to school with but got yeah. hot. Um, yeah, and maybe an ex, but not normally. Yeah. Um, and they're either a widow, a widow. Um. So they've got a kid, or they've got a dog. Yeah. It's yeah. One of the two. It's kid. one of the two. Yeah. 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 Um. And sometimes they have um a famous parent. Now, my favourite one. We watched one called Pumpkin Everything it was an awesome film and it was yeah. starring but not even a Christmas dad. film no it's as the dad um, Michael Ironside from fucking um, Total Recall you know like proper 80s action star yeah. I mean he's really old and yeah. fat now and it was yeah. just like starring yeah. Michael Ironside it's like bloody hell he's bad he, he, was, it. He, was, he
0: was he was the Orson Welles of that movie yeah. very much so
1: but anyway I love a Hallmark film um, so if you want to watch an it's a wonderful life Hallmark film find the Christmas spirit this one's set in the present day um, uh, and she is working to save a quiet New England town from a ruthless real estate developer. And I bet she falls in love with that ruthless real estate developer who just yeah, happens to be see- bloody good looking and chiselled. You know, he
0: sees the he sees the error of his ways. This yeah, is exactly. this is where this is where we've come to as a society that eventually George Bailey shags Potter. <laughs> That's basically what we've <laughs> what we've what we've landed on.
1: Great. Um, and there was also technically a sequel, nineteen um, nineties Clarence. Um, so Mad. in 1990, there was a made-for-TV film Directed by Eric Till And it uh, technically, officially a spin-off Of It's a Wonderful Life But this time following the character of Clarence Oddbody The angel So in this, Robert Carradine plays Clarence um, For some reason he's gotten younger Since earning his wings, don't worry about no. it um, And after helping George Bailey back in 1946 Now he has an unspecified problem With his last assignment to help someone And he prefers to stay in heaven Working on clocks Okay, he only agrees to return to Earth because the widow of a new angel is considering suicide. They love a bit of suicide in these films, don't they? Um, the fellow angel, played by Richard Fitzpatrick, was a computer expert who died before he could per- per- perfect a voice-activated computer cartoon that is part of his educational computer games that teach kindness. Fancy, this is a bit far as complicated.
0: This <laughs> is very not very nineteen ninety. Yeah, uh,
1: the new angel's widow, Rachel, played by Kate Trotter, is raising two children. Oh, and trying Kate Trotter. <laughs> To improve her husband's invention and keep the family company solvent while dealing with the greedy man, played by Louis Del Grande, um, <laughs> who wants to buy the company and use its technology to create violent children's games. Clarence <laughs> is constantly monitored by a recording angel, whatever that means, and is forbidden to tell everyone he is an angel. If he doesn't succeed in helping Rachel, he will not be able to return to heaven. I mean, that is far too. Again, I like the idea if they did it properly in 1990. Know, you know, again, imagine if you cast Robin Williams or Bill Murray or someone proper. Yeah. And did, not sorry, Robert, but you know someone proper, and did it. You know, a proper cinematic release. It yeah. is a sequel. It's Clarence. He's back, and he's got one last thing to finally get out of heaven. But instead, you came up with this weird. Like, who approved the plot of it being about? Educational computer games, but he wants to do one with violent video games. And who was
0: signed off on this? He's signed
1: off on that. But anyway, the, the the thing I liked about it most is the poster. Yeah. Now look at it, but look at the text because they had to explain what it is. So yeah, explain, yeah. Like, re- say what the poster is.
0: So you, you, you I can see. The pic- and you scroll down, and it got funnier the more you yeah. scrolled. So it's Robert Carradine. He's all in, all in a white suit with wings and, sec- and a little and halo. Sexy, which,
1: which I don't remember Clarence being sexy in the first. One no, he's gotten
0: younger and sexy since yeah. he got his wings and he's, a tan he's,
1: somehow. He's got a tan. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's he's got he's got his his hand kind of you know posed on his on his chin there. Yeah. Um. And he's got and his and his knee. It's like his legs are kind of like yeah. posed. He's got his kind of like. His knee's kind of cocked. He's got a little, and uh, the tagline says, "The angel
1: from this is my It's a Wonderful this is, Life." Yeah, it's my favorite. it's back. It. Yeah, the angel yeah. from It's a Wonderful Life is back. So, because they know that anyone looking at that poster, like, oh, "What's that?" I don't know what this is. But it says on the on the right hand side, in in quite small letters. The angel from It's a Wonderful Life is back. This is why you need to see this film. It's the angel from It's a Wonderful Life. You know that film we've seen every every Christmas in 1946. Yeah, that this this is is the same angel, but he doesn't look anything like the angel from the first. Oh, don't don't worry about it. It, But it is the same angels. Please come and see it. But I don't
0: feel like I don't feel like Clarence was the breakout character from It's a Wonderful Life. I don't understand why they're like constantly. Hollywood keeps coming back to this idea of more the further adventures of Clarence is what we need. I don't I don't get it.
1: But anyway, yeah, just love that. that But yeah, straight to, straight to, um, uh, no, sorry, made for TV. It was made for, it wasn't a proper cinematic release. Would you like a little clip from the film? (laughs) I would love Um, a little clip from the film. Okay, okay. It's 1990, remember? In a world full of chaos,
0: sometimes (laughs) it takes more than courage, more than determination. This is not a film that deserves the the intro, in a world.
1: Rachel Angel.
0: A story that reaches across the boundaries of heaven and earth. It's what keeps the dreamers dreaming and the
1: doers doing.
0: <sighs> Robert Carradine is Clarence, a Family Channel <gasps> world premiere movie. The coming Family November Channel. 22nd at 8 7
1: Remember Clarence? I think there's a second uh, trailer. In yeah,
0: 1946, an angel named Clarence helped George Bailey find a wonderful life. Oh,
1: they've got the footage from It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, they were like, in 1946, there was this really old dude. It was Clarence. Remember him? Anyway, someone who looks completely different. Is, it's the same guy, though. Why is he, why, he the same guy. why is he young and sexy now? Don't why have they sexed up Clarence? 45 years later. He's God, it's now. only 45 years later. Isn't that crazy to think that when we were born, we are only like, Forty years from the from the fucking war, I've, I just feel that makes us so old. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because forty years ago now is like the early eighties. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's like
0: how. Um, so the, the other day I saw something that said um, that it's as long between now and when GTA Vice City came out as it is between when GTA Vice City came out and the eighties. <laughs> Which is disgusting, <laughs> utterly disgusting. It really doesn't do you justice. Yeah, well, the Hollywood Reporter calls Clarence a perfect holiday tale. Story sure does. Variety says it has just the right mix of whimsy, it's just the right mix of whimsy. New York Christmas season, when Robert Carradine stars as Clarence, an encore presentation of a Family Channel world premiere movie, Tuesday night at eight, seven
1: central. The Family Channel. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, and there was also a potential sequel that was in development for a 2015 release, and it was going to be Wait, called a, a se- It's a,
0: one- a se- Wonderful Life, the Rest of the Story. A sequel to It's a Wonderful Life, not a sequel to Clarence and no. like Robert
1: Carradine. <laughs> no, sadly not. <laughs> to, be cl- to be clear. Oh, that'd be amazing. There's um, <gasps> so, probably fans yeah. out there somewhere that would watch it, yeah, yeah. you know. But I love that. It's a one, It should have called it It's a Wonderfuler Life or something. Yeah. Um, it was written by Bob Farnsworth and Martha Bolton, and it, fo- it would follow the angel. Um, of, again, it would follow the angel of George Bailey's daughter, Zuzu, played this, but played by Carolyn Grimes again. So back from the original, but great. growing up, which is awesome. As she teaches Bailey's evil grandson how different the world would have been if he had never been born. So sort of a reversal. So the grandson's a dick and it's like, look, look how great the world would be if you weren't fucking around. That's what I'm guessing. That's what I'm guessing. And that teaches anymore. him to change his ways. Yeah, maybe that's pretty good. That's a good idea. Yeah, um, producers were considering directors and hoped to shoot the film um, in 2014. The film had been announced as being produced by Star Partners and Hummingbird Productions, neither of which were affiliated with Paramount, the owners of the original film. Um, and with Farnsworth, he's like, "Well, look, it's in public domain. I can do what I want with it. I can, I can, I can do what I want." But then Paramount were like, "Nah." <laughs> You can't do that. And they said, to date, these individuals have not obtained any of the necessary rights, and we would take all uh, appropriate steps to protect those rights. So, as of last Christmas, it was still not t- happened. Uh, so, I guess I love that these people were like, oh, no, we'll make it. And the Paramount were yeah. like, no, you won't. That's
0: that's like if me and you just went, yeah, we're going to make a sequel to it. It's a wonderful life. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I mean, it sounds like a idea. I was going to say, it's a shame because that is a good idea. It's a good idea. Yeah.
1: There you go. That is it. That is uh, that is my uh, take on its wonderful life. Wow,
0: well, I've I've very much enjoyed learning all about these uh, festive sequels that I had no idea existed, except the ones <laughs> which I talked about, which you had no idea existed. No. Yeah. Um, but there is much more to unwrap at two geeks2beers.com, including two previous episodes on freaky franchises and eight previous Christmas specials. Hey, me. <laughs> yeah. But before we slay goodbye, nice. uh, remember you can follow us on all the socials at Two Geeks Cast on Facebook, Instagram, and X. Uh, we're also on YouTube and TikTok, where you'll find clips from episodes old and new, as well as full-length
1: episodes. And please also rate and review the podcast via a podcast outlet of choice, where you can also subscribe. Um, You can also become a 2Geeks supporter on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash 2 cast. You can sponsor the podcast. And in return, you can get exclusive Patreon-only Minisodes outtakes personalized thank you videos and merch and much more. And we also had a new subscriber, Tom Atkins. Thank you very much uh, for your support. And uh, we'll give you a shout out on the show notes as well. So um, have a look on there and you can see all the different things you can get on all the different tiers.
0: Yeah, thank you, Tom. Uh, your beer mat is on its way. Uh, you can also email us, podcast at uh, with any thoughts, feedback, suggestions for future episodes and festive wishes. Uh, thanks for joining us. We're already stocking up plenty of exciting content for the new year, so we'll be back in 2024. Until then, Merry Geekmas and a happy new beer. <laughs> So what would Christmas be without a few uh, Christmas cracker jokes? Got got a few here. Nice. ready? Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, What do you call a kid who doesn't believe in Santa? What? Rebel without a clause. (laughs) Uh, Did you hear about the man who stole an advent calendar? No. He got 25 days. Um, Why does Santa never visit NHS hospitals? (laughs) (laughs) Why doesn't he? He's got private health care.
1: Ah, God. There you go. Is that so we're ending the year? That's on how life.
0: I'm that's how i that's how I'm choosing to yeah wow. for us to bow out of twenty twenty three with that.
1: Wow, okay. I mean surely people will prefer this to um uh, the serendipity nightmare of last year. Um but who knows no, after that. Um,
0: no, we 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 thought it was strong, but it, it went down like a sack of shit.
1: But so. you've got mail, it's not even a Christmas film. Like, yeah, but you know, there's snow in serendipity, it's sort of Christmassy, it's you know, it's all right. So yeah. look. look. you better be bloody happy this year, all right? You should you should be yeah. chuffed that we've done Christmas stuff, all right? Add it up oh. to
0: here. <laughs> That's a spirit of Christmas for you. There you go.
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas. Bye for now.
0: Yeah. Bye. New Year.